Support for studio sessions comes from Portage Bay Cafe, now offering hot breakfast platters for business meetings and corporate events with delivery throughout Greater Seattle. Portage Bay Cafe emphasizes local, organic ingredients from Pacific Northwest farmers and distributors. PortageBayCafe.com. Welcome to the KNKX Studios. I'm Abe Beeson, and today uh, we host uh, one of the most iconic saxophone groups in the city's history. The Tipton's Saxophone Quartet and Drums have never been restricted to the Northwest, though. This quartet of sax-playing ladies is internationally renowned, formed in Seattle back in the nostalgic late 80s. Uh, the band members live scattered around the country now, and their tours have taken them around the globe. The Tipton's powerful sound combines jazz with a variety of the Earth's best folk and popular music styles, classical to funk to bluegrass to Balkan and well beyond. Each member is a dynamic musical force on their own. Jessica Lurie, Amy Denio, Sue Orfield, and Tina Richardson play the heck out of their saxophones, adding their voices as well, with drummer Robert Kiner, the former Rick Wabas, keeping the varied rhythms. The Tiptons are celebrating their upcoming album, Wabi Sabi. Look for it in fine record stores in March. And now let's give a hearty KNKX welcome to the Tipton Saxophone Quartet and Drums.
It's the Tipton's sax quartet and drums in the KNKX studios. Gamey Denio on alto sax there, Jessica Lurie soprano, Sue Orfield tenor, and Tina Richardson on baritone sax, Robert Kiner behind the drum kit.
It's the Tiptons, sax quartet and drums in the KNKX studios. Uh, the women are back in Seattle and they're celebrating an upcoming record, Wabi Sabi, coming uh, to uh, finer record stores in March. What a thrill to have you uh, here in our studios. Amy Denio, I, I kind of skipped over part of uh, the band's history when I introduced the band. The name of the band is for the wonderful musician Billy Tipton, a female-born pianist and saxophonist who lived their life as a man in the early 1900s hundreds in order to have a musical career. Um, Billy is an important historical figure in the world of music and in our society, and I wonder if that's still important to the band. Is The name of the band has changed from Billy Tipton Memorial Saxophone Quartet to Strictly Tipton's. That's still a message you want to get out. 
Absolutely. Billy Tootin was a person who chose to follow their own path. And it took a lot of courage, I think, to do that. And and so that's why we chose to name our group in, in honor of Billy Tipton and Billy Tipton Memorial Saxophone Quartet. But we always referred to ourselves as the Tiptons. And uh, we thought, we'd well, let's shorten our name and expand our repertoire. So that's basically what we did. We took a little hiatus and came back just as the Tiptons. We thought it would be simpler, less less uh, less letters. <laughs> <laughs> and it shows up on the marquee. Nice. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, society's view of the transgender community has come a long way, even though it seemed like we were living in a pretty liberal world back in the late 80s, early 90s. <laughs> Still plenty to improve on. I wonder if you could talk about uh, the reaction to that connection when the band was just forming. And just spreading that story and people's uh, reaction to learning about Billy. I think it was it was a beautiful thing because a lot of people came to our concerts going, finally, someone's just showing a positive example of this person who chose to live their life this way and and not to demonize it and not to cast judgment, to, but to, let's say, empower this, yeah. this uh, image in our society because... I mean, in all the cultures of the world for millennia, there have been people that, that really believe that they are born in one body but feel a different way. And, you know, in, America, in North uh, Salish coastal tribes, there are at least five genders, you know. <laughs> so anyway, um, so it was beautiful for us to be able to be participatory in all kinds of different uh, kind of subgroups that suddenly were, by our music, all unified when the band was being formed as well, it was a very unique sound for a band. And I wonder if you could talk a little bit about how the, the group was received. Well, um, to be honest, we started the, our repertoire building out of catalogs. So we played a lot of classical music. Mm. And then I remember hearing the Kronos Quartet uh, doing Purple Haze. And I thought, wow, wait, they're a, they're a string quartet and we're a sax quartet. Why not try that? So that was my first arrangement for the group. And so we just began to... Uh, incorporate arrangements of popular songs per ubu and <laughs> that kind of thing and then uh, and and then also to begin to compose our own material and so that kind of became our objective to to bring our own compositional voice uh, through a saxophone quartet to the world so anyway there you go percussion has always been a, an important part of the group but the band has gone through a series of drummers and i wonder if you could talk about the importance of the the role of the drummer we in this band eat drummers for breakfast <laughs> Only Spinal Tap has more drummers than the Tiptons. Exactly. <laughs> Spinal Tap. Jessica, a little bit about the role of uh, drummers in the band. Well, uh, initially when the saxophone quartet, I joined in 93, we did a bunch of things without drums, and then we added drums. And, we and yeah, so for a while we had uh, Pam Barger was playing drums, and that was dr drum kit mainly. And then and uh, Barbara Marino, who was playing baritone at the time, um, would also play a lot of great pan percussion. Then when, after the hiatus, and we sort of came back, we had Elizabeth Pupa Walker, who also was stationed here for at least 10 years and now is also in New York when I'm there. And uh, she was playing only percussion because she wasn't a kit player, really. And then- And electronics. And electronics, okay. yeah. And then, you know, we've worked with Tarek Abouzi. We continue to work with him. And Robert Kiner, we are so lucky to play with Robert. Um, we've played with him so many times in Europe and recorded and toured. And finally, we're so happy that we could bring him over to the States and to Seattle. And yes, we're so excited. I mean, Rick Wabis, sorry. Anyway, we, uh, I think, pride ourselves on being very tight rhythmically with or without drums, um, which I think is a really important thing to be able to do. But drums, we, we like the dynamics and the dynamic possibilities, the color possibilities with it. And also with someone like Robert, like we went to Goodwill and found a lot of amazing kids' toys and noisemakers and bowls and pots and pans. 
There, there we you go. go. There's a fine example. So um, he, he brings a, a great diverse palette to uh, what we're doing also. Yeah, you know, but <laughs> workshop, workshop another time, Robert. <laughs> a lot of music that we write is very percussive. We write a lot of funky music. We write a lot of stuff uh, also in odd meters that has uh, very percussive hockets, uh, which is, you know, these interlocking parts. Mm -hmm. We ask a lot of a drummer. We want someone who can yeah. play a whole bunch of different styles but has to be quiet enough to uh, accompany a quartet and also understand what it means to have baritone as bass, which is really different than having a regular bass player. Like, they have to breathe sometimes. <laughs> so um, I think it's it's just become part of our sound that we really like. I guess that's it. It's just become part of the compositional reality right. for us. It was interesting to hear Amy talk about how the band uh, was originated playing music from a classical repertoire. It's certainly, there's a great history of saxophone sections throughout the history of jazz and, and music, and I wonder if you look back at some of those swing days as a model for how to blend the saxophone sounds that you use in the band, Amy? Well, yeah, that's exactly what we love doing. Actually, we just uh, last spring we toured once again in in Europe, and we ended up uh, making a double sax quartet, so a sax octet, with four of the finest Austrian saxophone players <laughs> imaginable in saxophone, and we had a really orchestral sound. It was unbelievable, and they're incredible classical players, but also jazz guys, and they're completely insane. They'd lie down in the middle with their legs up in the air, and then they'd get up and they'd play it. It was we're unbelievable. Like, we do that too. <laughs> we're separated at birth. Finally, we're together. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that, that's something. It's it's great. With, with that many uh, uh, instruments, even just four, you can really create a rich um, environment. Tina, do you want to add something to it? I, I mean, I I was steeped in the in the tradition of of jazz, you know, growing up as a kid, and had just had that rich sound. And I love, you know, the there is freedom in limits. <coughs> you know, there's creativity in limits to a certain degree, and just to only work with four voices is a super fun challenge. And I I like to write big band style music for the quartet basically my yeah. charts in in so it's just really fun it's fun and 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 also just like speaking to to robert's specific like drumming it, he makes me free to do whatever and i don't know it's just so fun yeah yeah i think the big band thing and the swing thing has a big influence on what yes, we do course. we're a micro big band that's micro right big band, exactly <laughs> that's what i was trying to say now something i find so uh, interesting about the band is the global uh, musical influences and not only that but the global travel you you four are road warriors you get out there around the world who was the first one to really say i want to travel and see the world and and get my music and my musicianship affected by the rest of the world well, I'm the oldest. This is Amy speaking. <laughs> so I, I, I suppose I, I was the first one to embark um, and go to a, a music festival in southern France and a bullring. In, uh, and when was that? In 1986. And uh, there, they had a Saint they had an open stage in which people improvised. So I met some of my dearest friends that first summer that I got the courage to travel to Europe by myself. And uh, since then, um, we've really been uh, just developing... Uh, relationships with with amazing musicians all over the place, and so we're very grateful for for our relationships with these collaborative people with whom we've worked, like Estonians, ethnic Russians living in Estonia, and you know, a lot of Italians. Of course, we like Italy very well, <laughs> and like I said, this this um, amazing saxophone quartet from Austria and etc. Oh, and also the not to mention the um, Benedictine Abbey Choir, oh, yeah. thirty voice choir we worked with, and, and the yodlers. And the oh right, and we the worked yodlers. with some yodlers. Oh, the yodlers. That's right. Anyway. Yeah, 
So we, we, we love learning that, you know, and expanding our horizons. Uh, Amy did write a new piece that's we're going to we're going into the studio next week to record a bunch of new material and um, one of the songs that Amy wrote is called Modal Yodel and it <laughs> and it features her yodeling and yesterday at Goodwill I found her a authentic Dolomite Tyrolean hat to wear while and it's she one does size that. too small so I yodel even better. It's about that uh, constriction providing freedom, I suppose. Yeah. Now, I think I heard this uh, earlier in the conversation that the band did take a break for a while. I was so glad when when, uh, Tipton's reunited. What is it that scattered across the country that keeps you inspired to play this music? What keeps you coming back? Sue, Sue, step up to the mic. What keeps us coming back is that this amazing chemistry that we have with the four of us, we're uh, four very different saxophone players and very different composers and uh when we get together i mean all these years later we still get together it's just filled with joy to play music with each other and uh like remember what jesse's soul is and how how jesse plays and how she writes all right that's so cool and and we've been rehearsing like crazy with these um uh 11 brand new songs holy cow (laughs) Woo! and and uh, with intricate arrangements and uh trying to keep it all together it's just absolutely a blast every single time time we love it well i would love to hear about the upcoming record due in march wabi sabi i I remember uh the last uh, the previous album cookbook had a few musical recipes in and i wonder if there's a a overall theme to this record is it um strictly a blend of the newest compositions you have sue the new record is going to be called wabi sabi and and that's a japanese word that basically means to to see the beauty in imperfection and uh, I feel like that's just so perfect for us. <laughs> I mean, the most loving way we are not perfect, and, we, and and this is this is true. And but also, there's just something so beautiful about when we play. So that would be probably the idea. The Tipton's saxophone quartet and drums are in the studios here at KNKX. The new record Wabi Sabi is due shortly. We've got time for one more song. How are we going to finish up the set today? Oh yeah, we're going to do a song that I wrote. This is called Brass Monkey. Uh, just so for reference, the Brass Monkey was the this uh, brass thing with arms on the British sailing ships that kept the cannonballs from rolling around on the deck. So this is our seafaring tune. Ahoy, it's the Tiptons on KNKX. <laughs>
Thanks, everyone. It's the Tipton Saxophone Quartet and Drums. Can it be more than 30 years on? They are at the top of their game. Let's hear it again for the Tipton Saxophone Quartet. Amy Denio, they're on alto saxophone. Jessica Lurie, they're on tenor sax. Sue Orfield on tenor. Tina Richardson on the baritone saxophone. Robert Kiner, the uh, the artist formerly known as Rick Wabis <laughs> on the drums. Thank you so Thank much. You. Uh, check out Thanks, the new record coming soon, Wabi Sabi. Thanks to all the members of our leadership circle in our audience today. Your generous contributions and the support of all the KNKX listeners make performances like this possible. Dig into all the archives. They're massive. KNKX.org. Share them with your friends. I'd also like to thank our studio session sponsors, Portage Bay Cafe. Thanks to John Kessler for his audio production. And thus, wraps another amazing KNKX studio session exclusive. Thank you.